Freaks, Kinks, and Geeks is brought to you by two kinky poly babes on a mission to make sure you can be well-informed before diving into all things kink, dating, sex, and non-monogamy. We want to make sure this content can stay free and available for everyone who needs it. And with a little help from our listeners, we can do exactly that. Consider joining our Patreon for a monthly subscription where you can have access to our behind-the-scenes content, or you can make a small donation to our Ko-fi, where you can donate as little as $2 to make a huge difference. We greatly appreciate it. I'm trying to think. I don't know. Definitely not like dick performance because I'll tell a motherfucker in a heartbeat. You will? Yes. I don't know why. It depends on how, if I plan to see him again. No, even if I plan to see him again, if they ask me, I will honestly tell them. Oh, no. In my example, if I plan to see them again, I would be honest. Oh, I see what you're saying. Like, if I'm never going to see him again, I don't give a fuck. Oh, yeah. Actually, no, as a matter of fact, I want probably. you to keep performing poorly. <laughs> I think you deserve that. I think you deserve no callbacks. <laughs> like, really, you... Okay, four pump chump, were you like, before you go? <laughs> I need you to know that this... Oh, no, only if they're, like, asking. Oh, yeah. okay. Like, if you ask, then you opened up the door and, like, good luck. Yeah. I don't think that was part of the hypothetical when you introduced it. I think you changed it up. Wow. It's really hard to trust April. She'll start the conversation and then she'll change it. Just shady as shit. So shady. And Basically. that's what she lies about. <laughs> I made up the hypothetical so that we could all participate. But I held this one extra card. <laughs> and that's just for me. <laughs> that's what I do. <clears throat> Jesus fucking Christ. Tree sperm everywhere. Oh. <laughs> Don't you ever call it that? Tree pollen? I called it tree bukake one time. It feels real. In an email to my Japanese instructor. Anyway, um... <laughs> okay. Are you doing the intro or am I doing the intro? Guys, welcome back to Freaks, Kinks, and Geeks. Oh my! I guess that means you are doing the Starring intro. CJ, me, April, she, um, and both of April's tatas. <laughs> Special guests. Featuring. That didn't help. <laughs> that did really. absolutely nothing. I feel like it made it worse. Because <laughs> then we got a little balance, too. I just truly feel like <laughs> our listeners should become our watchers, at least for this one episode. You know what? If it gets us some followers, I know. I, I like paid good money it. for them, so might as well get something. I paid good money for the therapy it took to correct all the commentary I got about him growing up. So we both paid in relation to Brad Winnings. Um, and, uh, today on Freaks, Kinks, and Geeks, what we're going to be talking about... is not boobs. Well, what is it? Yeah. That's so aggressive. I know. You gotta be ready. I'm Where fast with improv. I'm, I'm on. I'm like, I'm like, bam, 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 bam. Welcome to Freaks, Kinks, and Geeks. Oh my. We're, we're the ones. The Get hosts. On. And in today's episode, we're talking about... Lifestyle versus identity. I'm going to put horror movie scream sounds here. Thank you. Yeah. Because everybody, it's a hot button topic. A little bit. A little bit. A little bit. Maybe, yeah, especially in the non-monog world. Yeah, people fight over this. Yeah. I might have started some of the fighting. A little bit. Definitely. I'm over there. Steve Koberga with popcorn. But actually, more people agreed with me than disagreed with me, which was a slight ego boost. Nice. You were like, the size of my head increased three times that day. Very grinchy. You can't get that much bigger, as apparently people like to point out on TikTok. <laughs> people are coming after April's forehead on TikTok. They are. 
That's why I don't post. That's why I can't be a content creator. for my forehead, which ah. is a glow up because they're not coming after my weight. Honestly. Glow up. That is a glow Slow up. clap. Just. I just. I love to see them evolve. You know, get more creative with the trolling. I'm sure we'll circle back to April's fat in four weeks. <laughs> um, for everybody who leaves hate comments on April's content, I thank you so much because that boosts her content. It does actually. <laughs> it helps. Thank you. Thanks for the comments and the engagement. Mm. Appreciate and how many me. times did you watch it before you came up with that really smart reply? Mm-hmm. It's always men, too. It cracks me up. Wow. You would be forehead open. <laughs> now I just get a lot of like burner accounts with like a female picture. <laughs> like, yeah, forehead. And I'm like, oh, I can smell you. Smell the troll a mile away from here. So, okay. So why do we want to talk about this? Mostly because of how much of a hot topic it was and to sort of weigh in on what we think. Yeah. And I think it's something that I've been kind of sitting with and waiting through for myself. Because mm-hmm. uh, I obviously, whenever we're dating or talking to other people about non-monogamy, my go-to has always been to say, like, in my lifestyle. Mm-hmm. But that's never really felt super true mm-hmm. or really sat well with me okay um just because for me lifestyle always felt like something that you chose yeah and for me personally non-monogamy is not something i choose right. it is just it is mm-hmm. just is just it is just it is, it is what it is. is what it is and it is um but i've gotten a lot of pushback on that at times mm-hmm. where people get pretty defensive why do you think people get defensive about it you know uh, the only thing, and it tends to be, um, like, when I did some of the polls, I polled three groups, two smaller groups, one group of about 13,000, mm-hmm. um, and the main feedback I got was around people strictly associating the term identity with LGBTQ. Oh, interesting. AI plus, sorry, more letters, um, working on grouping all this together. So, they pretty much seemed to think that just identity was associated and should be associated associated with the LGBTQAI plus struggle in a way. Mm-hmm. And that in no way, shape, or form could those be compared. Hmm. Interesting. So I respectfully told them I disagreed. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's, I don't feel like one group of people necessarily gets to claim an identity and say no one else can have an identity. Mm-hmm. So, I, I don't really agree with that. But okay. we can kind of go through, like, technically what is an identity, technically what is a lifestyle, where do these come from. That way you guys can kind of make your own decision for yourselves if you want to continue saying that something is a lifestyle or an identity. Because this is just beyond non-monogamy. This is also BDSM. It's, mm-hmm. like, there's many areas you can use this in. Mm-hmm. And that way you have something to talk about. If you want to, like, throw a wrench into a good munch... Mm-hmm. Bring this up. Nice. So are you also of the camp of BDSM is an identity, not a lifestyle? Um, that for myself, I haven't really waded through as much. Um, because for me, that has felt a little more chosen. Okay. That's not felt as innate as non-monogamy personally. Mm, okay. So you would be happy without <clears throat> BDSM for the rest of your life. You could put it down. Because we did start um, by saying it sounds like lifestyle is something that you could put down. So lifestyle, and we can kind of, while we're talking about that, we can kind of jump into what exactly is a lifestyle and what is an identity, because one kind of feeds into the other Mm -hmm. from what we found in research. Mm -hmm. Was that kind of your general? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, uh, I was kind of wanting to play off of that comment specifically where you were saying that lifestyle feels like something we could put down. So would you consider that that would be something you could put down? Uh, technically speaking, I probably could. Oh, okay. Technically speaking, I could technically set that down if I had to. What do you mean, like, in technically? Like, you could, but you wouldn't be satisfied? Yeah, I mean, I, I've had sex before BDSM and had, mm-hmm. you know, good enough sex. I don't know now because I've been in it so long how it would look for me to set that down. Mm-hmm. But I've never existed in a dating space where I wasn't non-monogamous. Mm-hmm. And um, in that context, oh, what was I wanting to say? Uh, we have talked about how when people look at uh, non-monogamy as a lifestyle, it looks like something that can be uh, put down. And we have always commented that, like, well, technically I could not, but I wouldn't, you know, be myself. I wouldn't be authentic to who I am. So in that case, do you think there maybe is more of like a Venn diagram when it comes to BDSM as a lifestyle? Like, you know, if you did put that down, you wouldn't be satisfied? In the same way, if you lived monogamously, you wouldn't be satisfied? Um, I, at this point, I don't even know if I could live monogamously. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't even know if I could set it down. Okay. Like, looking back, I never set it down. Okay. I always had it kind of present. And in the, how about in practice? What do you mean? Like, when you were practicing relationships, were you always non-monogamous? Yeah, up until Jay, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so then you were monogamous with Jay? Tried to be for a few years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Would you consider that putting it down for those years? Um, I consider that kind of hiding it. Mm, okay. And if you had to put down BDSM, would you consider yourself hiding it? Or is it you would totally be able to integrate into like normal vanilla again? I don't know. I'm not sure. Oh. What if I asked you? Would you be able to think about it? <laughs> um, I don't know if I'm ready to, on the BDSM side, yet make that determination. Okay. That's something I'm still kind of wading through. Oh, okay. Just because it feels pretty different for me than non-monogamy. Okay. Sounds good. So, yeah, I'm not really TBD, maybe? We'll find out. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe talking about it, I'll come to a different conclusion. I don't know. That would be cool. Yeah. Nice. So, where do you want to get started? So I guess we should figure out, for me, it kind of felt like lifestyle feeds into, or identity feeds into lifestyle. Mm-hmm. So I guess we can kind of give them some definitions of what each one of these mean yeah, that we sure. found. Yeah, I'd love to. Uh, if you don't mind, I could start with the I- identity Boom, definition. Kill it. Uh, so what we have here, and I am going to read it off, so I hope it doesn't feel too stiff for you guys, but I'm going to try to use, like, you know, my acting voice here. Okay, let's get it <clears> going. <throat> <clears throat> Um, and identity, uh, according to social science, as per Wikipedia, which is a valid research source, teachers, qualities, uh, identity is your qualities, beliefs, personality traits, appearance, and or expressions that characterize a person. Identities are strongly associated with self-image, aka one's mental model of oneself, your self-esteem, and your individuality. Once again, courtesy of Wikipedia. Thank you so much. Um, we do have here that in soci- sociology, identities are strongly associated with role behavior or the collection of group memberships that define the individual. And now, according to Peter Burke, who is a professor of sociology at the University of California, also one of the originators of identity theory, identities tell us who we are and they announce to others who we are. Identities subsequently guide behavior, leading fathers to behave like fathers and nurses to act like nurses. So essentially getting an idea here of wherever your role is in society kind of lends to like how you choose to perform in that uh, environment. 
First of all, I love that you and I still both hold on to the fact that Wikipedia should have been an accredited source. It's a, just a collection of the accredited sources. I don't understand. Teachers hated it. They were real And they're mad like, you can't use it. They're like, so mad. I did have a little bit of research guilt when I was doing the research for this episode thinking about that. I was like, maybe I should at least click the link and lay eyes on that other article. I love that it's which is behind the long held trauma or anger about it. <laughs> what when is he said it? that, I was like, word. Yeah, what isn't though at this point, am I right? So if I'm understanding this. Yeah, in, let's go in layman's terms now. So this is basically what creates, so it says identities tell us who we are and they announce to others who we are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this is like the core building blocks of who you are. Is that your understanding of this? Yeah, I, I like when it says your mental model of yourself. As in like, who do you see yourself as? And is that like aligned with who you feel you are, right? Mm-hmm. And you were mentioning the LGBTQIA plus as like using that as an identity. So I think one of the things that is kind of clear here is that this is sort of innate to who you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like to the core of you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So, and this, I think, wasn't Peter Burke the one, when he coined it, it was like in the 1930s-ish? Girl, I don't know dates. Okay. I don't know. That, is that on the form? No. <laughs> then I do not know it. <laughs> I knew Wikipedia wasn't real. But do, actually, don't you think that that came around at the 1930s, actually? I do. When it, mm-hmm. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I just bring that up because that's a, it, just to show this is a relatively newer yeah. concept in the history of people, mm-hmm. humans. Yes. Structure? I don't know. Peep, peep. This this is a newer concept when you're looking at timeline of humans. Mm-hmm. So this is something I think we're still part we're of still learning. we're having these conversations. Yeah, yeah. We're still learning how it is practically, you know, and how we go about our lives and, like, what do people identify more with. So there's going to be, like, a lot of moments where we're kind of still le- going left and right and, you know. And there's also going to be instances where new information comes up that could totally change and invalidate this entire episode, which I'm ready for. I'm here for it. Then we get to film Here. a new episode. I love it. And use Wikipedia even more. Ooh. Shit. Hope no teachers are listening. I hope you are. Ooh. Actually, kind of hope you are too. <laughs> That's what I said. That's what I said. Come for me. Not, not in that. Never mind. So, <clears throat> so identity innate to who you are. Okay, now let's dive into what we have here on lifestyles. Would you like to read to the class? I don't know if I have that, that, that teacher at you. Go We're about to find out. Okay. Am we'll do point after point, and I'll do, we'll do we'll go back and other forth. Ones. Yeah. Okay. Mine's going to be so much better, guys. I just want you to know. I mean, go ahead. Rude. Interest, opinions, behaviors, and behavioral orientations of an individual group or culture. Oh, sorry. Um, <laughs> the broader sense of lifestyle as a way or style of living was documented since 1961. We have a date Look here, date. guys. Look at that. I'm so happy. <laughs> Typically reflects an individual's attitudes, way of life, values, or worldview. Therefore, a lifestyle is a means of forging a sense of self and to create cultural symbols that resonate with personal identity. Do we need to pause? Should we talk about that? Yeah. Well, this one and the last one are really interesting. I think, like, for me, biggest thing I wanted to clarify here was linguistic definition. Like, for me, whenever I'm having a discussion, the discussion's 100% pointless if we don't agree on what the words we're using mean. Sure. Okay. So if we can say that lifestyle, for me, I can connect it to living. Lifestyle, living, how mm-hmm. we live. That, for me, is, like, the practice of that. But um, when we 
so I guess this point that you had just read is like, and what leads you to deciding how you live is your attitude, way of life, value, or worldview. Is that kind of what we're coming away with here? Mm -hmm. Because y'all can just tell me if I'm full of shit. I'm ready. I'm ready to learn. Yeah. Well, and I think also just recognizing that like with him, with Peter Burke creating identity in the 20s or 30s, Mm -hmm. literally what came from that is lifestyle in the 1960s. Well, what's interesting is like, I wonder if enough data had come up that they had to make that distinction. You know what I mean? Like, so what, you know, the dates are telling me is there was probably a long time where we were using identity and lifestyle interchangeably. Mm -hmm. And then like now had sort of, you know, honed in on lifestyle and like, so that's probably where a lot of the confusion can come up from too. Just because as inter- as knowledge trickles down, mm-hmm. you know, you never know uh, which person is teaching you what and what camp they're from. So, mm-hmm. uh, did I read last or did you read last? Imagine, wow, the trust in this moment. I could just been like, oh no, I read last. I read last. You're good. Go. Oh wow. Boom. Not all aspects of a lifestyle are voluntary. I'm done. <laughs> it's your turn. <laughs> That's an interesting one, though. Um, that is an interesting one because then that kind of goes back to like, it sounds like the argument that you had presented was that it's an identity because this is not voluntary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so it's also saying, well, a lifestyle isn't always voluntary. Right. Yeah. So where's that cutoff? You told me. I don't know. I don't know. What year is it? And I'll answer. <laughs> 2022. No, you're supposed to say like 1950. Oh. And I'd be like, then it's an identity. <laughs> <laughs> Or 1961, but I am not letting go of the old ways, and I still say identity. Uh, you're going to be hard. For, you're... I'm old guard. Old guard identity, you know. Mm. Ooh, we should have done it like that where I did. I used to do this as a teaching activity for, like, English class. Um, I used to teach English to um, foreign students. What was that word I used to Second language learners. There you go. Um, and we used to have this activity where we would stand uh, at opposite ends of the room, depending on where you wanted to be in the debate, you know. Oh, wow. I know. Poor Cornelius. We're like the sharks and the jets. We're like, mm-hmm. And mm-hmm, I just do it. Oh, mm-hmm. And of course, like for me, especially as a teacher, I would just go to argue whatever had the least amount of people to make a point. So I could be on the opposite side of you. I wouldn't want to be. I'd be terrified to. <laughs> I'm not bad. <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> We're regardless. Here we go. Um, so surrounding social and technical systems can constrain the lifestyle choices available to the individual and the symbols she he is able to project to others and the self i feel like this is probably one of the more important parts and this to me is why this is such a heated discussion is because a lot of people who live non-monogamy as a lifestyle the idea is like oh i can put this down if i need to And sometimes in my experience, I'm not saying this is everybody's experience, but a lot of what I see of the people who are arguing that it is a lifestyle are coming from like, you know, that that answer is directly related to how they live and practice non-monogamy. So like they have to argue this point because that validates and justifies how they live. Does that do you think that would mostly be more of the ambiambrous ambiam? Am I saying that right? Um, no, I I don't think so, actually. Like, what I'm trying to express is, like, people who say, like, this is something that they they can put down or people who are probably unable to open and close relationships and they're like, yeah, I can, but I won't because I'm married right now. Oh, I see what you're saying. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Mm -hmm. And ambiambrous. Have we talked about ambiambrous before? Well, it's ambiambrous, but ambiambrous is fine. Well, one of the things that we had come up with when you and I were talking about it is that ambiamory is a little bit like bisexuality. Where it's like, you know, depending on how you practice relationships, for example, if you're a monogamous bisexual person, you're always going to be putting down one uh, gender identity in favor of that relationship. So it's like you can probably be satisfied, but probably, I mean, that's why I feel like, 
I'd be like, all bisexual people should be non-monogamous. All right, there. I said it. Don't ever limit your options. Uh, but yeah, it is hard because like they're, you know, people are all different. And it depends on what you get from the relationship. But sometimes it does feel like, you know, if I had to, um, ju- you know, stop dating one exclusively, I'd be missing what I like from dating the other. Yeah. So I I personally feel that must be the experience of somebody who is ambiamorous, where it's like there are very fulfilling aspects of whatever relationship style they choose at that time, and they probably pick it depending on the person and how much that person, like, you know, gives to them and how much they're satisfied in that relationship. Um. So, so yeah. Cool. You're up, Turbo. The line between personal identity and the everyday doings that signal a particular lifestyle become blurred in modern society. The lines between personal identity and the everyday doings of signal a particular lifestyle become blurred in modern society. Interesting. For example, green lifestyle means holding beliefs and engaging in activities that consume fewer resources and produce less harmful waste, i.e. a smaller ecological footprint, and deriving a sense of self from holding these beliefs and engaging in these activities. Some commentators argue that, in modernity, the cornerstone of lifestyle construction is consumption behavior. Completely agree which offers the possibility to create and further individualize the self with different products or services that signal different ways of life. Completely agree. Lifestyles may include views on politics, religion, health, intimacy, and more. All of these aspects play a role in shaping someone's lifestyle. Never. Someone's. Someone's lifestyle. College level meeting high school. I'm just kidding. English major. English major. <laughs> Japanese major. <laughs> Minor in teaching English as a second language. <laughs> Still think Wikipedia should be a source. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I guess what's tripping me up is, like, in some ways, they're like, oh, it can be voluntary, but it can't. Mm-hmm. So, in some ways, it could be not voluntary. You could volunteer or you couldn't. But then but it's you also... must volunteer, but also you can't. Right. But then it's also, like saying it can be like a green lifestyle which is a chosen i feel like honestly veganism or vegetarianism i was about to say i think i actually think veganism is probably the best comparison there because you know veganism is rooted in this belief about well in the truth of animal cruelty and the production of meat and all this stuff uh so it's like how do you separate how you live like like for a vegan how can they consume meat products knowing you know the cruelty that Mm -hmm. happens to the animals so it's hard to separate those yeah so like technically and and probably most vegans have lived a portion of their life already not being vegan so um i don't know how you could do like half you know unless they're vegetarian but that that to me is more diet related body related as opposed to like belief related See, and I feel like all the examples that I hear make me still continue to lean towards non-monogamy being an identity mm-hmm. for me. And I mm-hmm. think for most, like uh, when we did the poll, the poll was actually for the smaller groups pretty split evenly mm-hmm. on half thought it was a lifestyle, half thought it was an identity. But the poll in the large group was not evenly split. Yeah, they it all was... thought it was a lifestyle. I'm just fucking <laughs> They were all like, I could put this down anytime. anytime. I just love getting so April much hate from my sucks. family. I just love when everybody criticizes me and I love getting insulted. I love when I went to I'm going to get divorced because I'm mm-hmm, not monogamous. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I love that I actually got divorced and I'm not monogamous. <laughs> and then you have the other side. It's like hashtag 10 years. Um, <laughs> uh, Not salty. Um, yeah, truly. Oh, God. No. Uh, not going right. Shit. Mm, I stand. I stand April and Jay. Trying. <laughs> Um, 
So that's where it's like I, all the examples I hear under lifestyle just tend to make me not identify with a lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where a lot of people are also leaning. So I think in the largest group, it was almost like 75% of people agreed that it was a, um, or didn't agree. I actually didn't put my own opinion up there. Mm-hmm. Um, they all chose identity as what monogamy, non-monogamy was for them. Mm-hmm. I feel like probably the tricky part is if you're a person who has a background like me, who never even thought until I was in my 30s that my life could be lived for any of my personal desires. I didn't exist in a, I didn't exist in a reality where do what you want because this is true to you was something that I could do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so like you know you just did because you were told well, um, or, or like tr- like not told but well it's like hey here's two colors red and blue okay now point to purple and you're like <laughs> that's not an option i don't there's no purple there though and you're just like fine purple you dumb bitch <laughs> and i'm not saying it's a puzzle you can't mix them no you know so like for me if i was still in that place where i wasn't able to you know i mean i was living for my family i was living for my ex-husband and yeah. there, there was literally zero space probably the last little bit that i could have had for myself went to my cat probably you know and he is loud so it's not like i could even have a conversation where i thought that was available to me yeah so like for me it's like the question wasn't cj is that a lifestyle or an identity the question was cj are you ready to destroy the system that you're already in which you feel is your life and you feel you're comfortable in yeah and the answer for that was like oh no i'm not gonna Mm. i'm not gonna hurt everybody around me (laughs) what Mm. for my benefit and my happiness Mm. no that's selfish so, like, that's where I keep going back to, like, a, a lot of people who are arguing this are arguing for their lives. <laughs> like, yeah. this is how I feel, you know? Yeah. Like, you're arguing to be able to say, to look your partner in the eye and be like, no, I could completely spend the rest of my life with you as I promise, especially in a marriage, hypothetical. I could spend the rest of my life with you and just you and be happy. Even if I feel in my heart that I'm not monogamous, yeah. I would never want to do this to hurt you. So it's like, yeah, kind of gun to the head in the, like, you know... If someone were to say, like, oh, yeah, I'm non-monogamous, it's my identity, and then, like, your partner's like, hey, we're just trying this. Are you saying, like, it's this or bust? Hey, for me, it was. Yeah, I mean, I remember Jay asking me at one point very early on if if he thought we could ever go back, and I just boldly, just straight-faced, without any hesitation, and just went, nope. Because I knew, like, I knew to my core at that moment that I I could not. Mm -hmm. Would you say, financially speaking, that's a little bit of a privilege? Um, because some people who would say like, no, I can't go back. And then the uh, partner would say, okay, well then I have to divorce. I'm out. Yeah. I think I am. Yeah. I mean, I, I think I am in a position where financially I am very comfortable. Mm-hmm. Thankfully. Um, I don't need him for finances mm-hmm. and he doesn't need me. Mm-hmm. And we've been very intentional on setting up our lives that way. So we could have the ability to not be tied together for money Mm -hmm. does that make sense yeah like i i had seen my parents be tied together for money and i've seen so many women specifically and i know men out there you're like it's not a woman's issue it actually is um that could not leave because they did not have the financial means so Mm -hmm. i was very intentional about setting up my life where if i did not want to be with someone i could leave Mm -hmm. and i know like for a lot of our listeners you're kind of listening to it you're already in that situation you know i'm in this situation and i really don't have the financial means to leave Mm -hmm. you know so that's hard i I think that that's an that's an influence on how you answer this question 
Yeah, and it's, you know, that's slowly getting better. And I think that's also why we are seeing such a movement towards non-monogamy. Because as women have gotten more rights, better pay, have been, you know, it's still a struggle. We are still paid. I think the last study I saw was uh, 25% less than male counterparts. Mm-hmm. Um, but as that has continued to risen and women are no longer dependent on men, we are now seeing the shift of us being able to unchoose being in relationships, unchoose monogamy, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Does mm-hmm. that make sense what I'm saying? Yeah. I think that's also why, you know, divorce is much more prevalent now than mm-hmm. it ever has been. Because women can choose so. to leave and not be tied to their situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Which is great. Love it. Even though everyone loves to blame social media as why divorce rate is so high, which drives me up a fucking wall. I will go off on a tangent. Oh, I hate that. that. No, you've never seen the posts on Facebook where people are like, oh, it's because of social media and people have so much access to everyone now and that's why the divorce rate is so high. So here's what's really funny about that is that's my first time hearing about the argument, but... As someone who hasn't been in that conversation, I can totally hear it for like, oh yeah, just like how an abuser cuts you off from mm-hmm. information so that you don't know that you have a choice. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's it's everyone's go-to and really it has nothing to do with social media. It has everything to do with women now have more equal pay and have the ability to leave. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what I said, come at me. I'm going to say two things about that. The Go. first one being that like I can sympathize if you are in a financial struggle um the second thing though is that it might be more doable than you think is all like so just like just take just take some time to maybe really think about it I mean you know you can even lean on some friends for a bit or I mean I I was think very lucky because I was able to amicably end things with my ex-husband and we honored our shared payment agreements to the end and so you know we were able to come up with some agreements which served us both and didn't leave either of us in financial destitute when we were getting separated and divorced so and you it could be like that the kids thing, I which... did not have kids um I I think it's like you know I think it can feel like it's really easy for us to say all this and say like yeah and if I didn't have it I would just leave you you know um but like I understand that there's a lot of other people who have very much complicated situations I'm not saying it's gonna be easy I'm just saying it's more doable than you might be giving it credit for yeah I mean it's not that I'm saying everyone's got to leave their relationships right now because they can't yeah, be no monogamous. Sorry. Like, well, freaks and geeks, I got to get divorced. So. No. FKG said. No, I, I just think everyone should have the ability to change the situation if needed. Mm-hmm. And they have shown, I mean, there was a documentary I watched recently and documentary or podcast. I'm trying to remember, but it talked about specifically the fact that women still are 10 years behind their male counterparts because women traditionally are semi-forced to stay home and raise kids, Mm -hmm. which puts you 10 years in the workforce behind their male counterparts who are getting 10 years of raises, 10 years of experience, 10 years of advances. That sucks. That sucks. So, yeah, it makes it harder. Yeah. So. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think if you're separating from someone or divorcing, I think you should take that into account monetary-wise. Like, you know, take for what you lost in that lost time. Is you how I feel. were not getting paid for exactly. your services. And you could have been. Oh, and that shit's expensive. Oh my god, it is. Every yeah, everyone wants to shit on women who don't go to work when they're yeah. having kids. But like, how much is childcare? Childcare, stay at home, like nanny, um, a chef, mm-hmm. a maid. Mm-hmm. I mean, everyone's therapist. 
therapist, semi-doctor, nurse. Mm -hmm. I mean, you're talking shit. You couldn't pay me. There's not you enough money to make me. Mm -mm. But that's mm -mm. all that free emotional labor, too. You know what I mean? No. Hey, You'd be like, hey, hey women, I'll, I'll pay you 200000 I'd be like, no, I'm busy. I would just, can I just, can we stop giving free emotional labor to people? That's it. That's I don't care what your gender is. Just like know when somebody needs therapy. Yeah. Hashtag no more emotional labor. No more emotional labor. I'm, let's unionize. Let's, let's. Better wages. Pick it. I, yeah. I need better wages or at for least emotional labor. No emotional labor for people who aren't going to return that. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You can have good, healthy, really, like we have a fairly good dynamic where we can go back and forth. Some days I need it, some days you need it, but it's returned as needed. Do not I'm right just, now. I'm just stressed. <laughs> I, I, I never evaluated it until this moment. Now I'm doing it live and now I'm nervous. <laughs> no, it's, but I mean, every relationship, you support each other back and forth. Mm -hmm. It's just those relationships where it's way more one side. Like we've all had That's those friendships true. or relationships where it's just like, can you please, can you have one day? Just, yeah. Can you have one day where you function? It's hard because I'm adult. such a, I'm such a nurturer. Same. So like Over if anybody. Overfunctioners anonymous. Yeah, so even if, like, hookup people hit me up again and just be like, God, I'm just so sad, my mental health. And in my mind, I'm like, you know, well, why don't you just tell me about your earliest memory of being emotionally supported starting around age eight? I mean, no, I'm, uh, hope no, you I'm have busy. the support you need. <laughs> I gotta pet my cat. Here's a weird <laughs> sick fantasy that I have is that I do that and then they're emotionally healed and then, and then they are able to give back to me in whatever nondescript way. Spoiler alert, that does not work. So for y'all, y'all being like, oh yeah, no, that's why it's a fantasy. We don't talk about that. That's also why we're in therapy. <laughs> I'm in therapy for everyone in my life who's not in therapy. Hashtag facts. <laughs> love it here. Love it. I just love it. Tangent. I just whoop whoop uh, and uh, whoop. <laughs> well, one thing we mention is I think I made a comment about you're gonna drop the bomb comment, aren't do you? Do people consider monogamy? An identity or lifestyle. Look at the camera. Look at the camera. Uh, accusingly. We'll wait. Because it's never really brought into question. No. It just is. Yeah. Like, it is just assumed that you will be monogamous when you... For, I'm not saying everyone. There are groups of people now who are not embracing that dialect with their kids. There, and if you are one of those parents, please... Drop a comment. Love you, mean it. Because I'm going to give you all the hearts. Yes, all the hearts. Yeah. Because um, that's my biggest gripe. Well, not my, not a gripe, but like that's my biggest concern, question for like parents who are poly, who have children and they're like trying to do it in secret. I'm like, that's your blood and DNA. Yeah. They are very likely going to be interested in that same thing. Yeah. You know, now you're creating a narrative of shame and hide. Yeah. Probably going to be ashamed and hide it from you too. Like, and I know it's not easy, but like being a parent ain't easy. Well, oh, what other part was just a walk in the park, yeah. you know? I mean, I'm, I'm all about, I have some friends who are, their kids right now are between the ages of, I would say, two and all the way up to like 15 at the moment. Um, and especially the younger children, um, there seems to be a really concerted effort to not have discussions around relationships or relationship structures, gender identity mm -hmm. or sexual identity, mm -hmm. where they're not ingraining that in the beginning. Mm -hmm. Um you know, even has a friend that will not allow her daughter to watch, like, Disney princess movies and have princess books because mm. she doesn't want her daughter thinking she needs to be saved. Yeah. So I like that we are not forcing kids at such a young age to make those decisions or make it for them. Mm-hmm.
at five, you shouldn't know that you're going to be monogamous, male, and straight. That's true. We're putting a lot of politics on kids at a very young age. Yeah. At five, you don't even know what any of that means. I know. You know you like Tonka trucks or crayons and, you know, Cheetos. Just take your kid to a toy store. Let them pick their toys. And then just buy accordingly in the future. Let them wear whatever the fuck they want. Yeah. Anyways. They're kids. That, it's the only time in their life where they'll be able to do that with the least amount of consequences. Yeah. And, I don't, and I'm not trying to say that there are no consequences for you know not dressing in alignment with your gender. I just feel like we should have a more safer areas for kids to do that. Which is why we shouldn't... You know. Anyway, don't, don't get me in this. Yeah, tangent. Another episode. Yeah. So, yeah, the monogamy thing is, like, it's interesting to me. I wonder if monogamists think it's an identity or a lifestyle. Or if they would even, if they would even balk at that question. Well, they would definitely balk. 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 They'd probably do balk. Um, well, it's like, you know, I feel like I've been in conversations with some people where it's like, sometimes you're talking to them. Like, I was in a conversation with someone, they were like, what is it about people who are into BDSM? Like, do you think that's something mentally different that they like derive the pl- and i'm like oh we're really going i don't know we should go to our new year's asylum huh since that's just for crazy people crazy people whose brains ain't right <laughs> like so way. it's very like sometimes it's like well if it's not like me it must be alien it must be we really should research it it's like no nah, it's just like you like chocolate ice cream i like vanilla it's ice cream different. and it's just different like you know what's what's chemically wrong with people who like chocolate what is it what's going on in there Lord, if I know. are they you're Are they crazy. okay? Do they need therapy? They need help. They're damaged. I eat chocolate. I just for me, I like vanilla. Just for me, I couldn't. I couldn't eat chocolate. I just couldn't. But like for you, that's okay. I don't judge you at all. <laughs> I hate that phrase. I hate that. I hate that phrase so much. No one said it. I didn't ask you. I hate that phrase so much. Hi, you judge me. I hate that. No one's ever so said that. Much. No one's like, ever said that's... that. Or saying something and then, but I still love you. <laughs> love the sinner, not the sin. Ooh, I, ooh, I hate that. <laughs> I hate that so much. The implied judgment and guilt there is intense. That judgment, if you will. Yeah. If yeah. someone says something to you, or a kid comes out to you, or says anything that they think could be damning, please do not follow it up with "but I love you anyways." Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. Please don't. Please get rid of that. Just say I love you. Don't enter a but. Just say I love you. No buts. Just say I support you and I love you. Mm. Boom. There you go. Get off my pedestal now. <laughs> yeah. Excuse me. Just <laughs> but yeah, so, so we definitely don't refer to monogamy as a lifestyle. No. No one said that. No mm-hmm. one's like, I'm monogamous and that's my identity. No one said that. No. Matter of fact, I feel like if you asked anybody, it would sound a little bit more storybook than realistic, you know? Yeah. Well, I have just always wanted, you know, I'm the princess in the storybooks, and I wanted to find my prince. Please save me. And I wanted, and I was saved. And I love you more than I love myself. Sorry, this is, that's I really mean. That so much. So mean. Mm. So I, you know, I think it's just good to have these conversations. I don't think anyone's ever going to agree one way or the other, which is fine. Not everyone has to see it as an identity or has to see it as a lifestyle. Mm-hmm. It's more just having the conversations so they're happening. Yeah, and kind of like to give you some points to think about too when you're weighing in on this conversation. So now dive on into the next person. By the way, if you're in any poly groups, it'll come up. Always does. You want always a good topic? Does. Bring that up in a group. Someone would always be like, they're thinking about polyamory for the first time, and they're just like, hey, question for the group that I'm sure nobody's heard. Um, you know? They're <laughs> profound questions like, that are always like, yeah, yeah. 
You can just hear the like tickety tacks of everyone responding. Just my favorite is always that's the question, and then in the comments section, someone is typing, and you're just waiting. You're like, you're never. There's never not somebody typing about that. Especially when they ask the unicorn questions, I am here for the responses. Anytime they ask unicorn hunting questions, I'm like. Get the popcorn. I saw one that asked a unicorn uh, hunting question. It was only it was posted like twenty four minutes ago. Sixteen comments. Someone typing. I was like, yeah, yes. And it's always after like two or three hours they turn it off. Yeah. Or they don't. Admin has closed comments. (laughs) (laughs) They just got a little vicious. There. Yeah. What's the the theme? There is someone will ask and then they Mm -hmm. will respond in the comments with uh. Everybody in this group is so mean. I thought everyone would be open here, but you're being really and everyone's and it's like you came to a discussion. You asked a discussy question. And you clearly did no research because if you had done any kind of research, you would know that asking a unicorn hunting question mm-hmm. is going to get you eaten up. Alive. Piranhas. Like if you just search in any poly group and find a unicorn hunting question, you can just read the responses that are already there and know that it ain't going to go well for you. Try it. That's your homework. Okay. We had some class and session stuff here today. That's your homework. Yeah, you can use this Wikipedia as a you yeah, know, reference you're point. You're more than welcome. As a matter of fact, you get bonus points. Well, if you use Wikipedia. So I think that pretty much wraps it up, yeah? Yeah, I would say so. What's our little end bits? Because I always forget the end bits. Oh, oh. Um, hey, if you're watching on YouTube, please don't forget to, descri- to subscribe to this channel. You can hit the bell notification, and once a week I'm going to brighten up your day, and I'm going to be here with this one, doing some of this, and doing some of this, with and these. doing some of this. Heart growing. What was that? I was right there. No shit. Oh, fucking what was that? What was that? Oh, yeah. Nice. Oh, this one also. What is that? Look from this way. Look from this way. Um, okay <laughs> look from this way <laughs> and then if you want to join our patreon we are releasing every two weeks a behind the scenes episode we post or a bonus content episode. a bonus content we post different links there specifically for specific i can't fucking talk today specifically you also get gifts and at our highest tiers um you actually get to interact with us two amazing biatch chachas you can tell us um, our podcast sucks. Eh. We want to hear it. And that we can't pronounce, which any, is fine. Yeah. Any comments, concerns, or snide remarks are welcome. If you'd like, if you'd really like to see this podcast go far, you can leave us a five-star review on Apple iTunes. You can also get a subscription on Anchor if you're there, if you're a true podcast master. Um, and you our could Facebook also, group. if you could join our Facebook group if you'd like. And we also have a coffee, so you can just give us a small one-time donation and not have to have that deducted monthly if that's a concern for you. And I think that's all of it. Oh, we got a munch coming up. Oh, yeah. I think that this episode is going to be dropping this week, and I think it's going to be next week. Next Friday. So, mm-hmm, yep. next Friday. So if you'd like to come and meet us and stuff and things and discuss your ideas on whether or not non-monogamy is a lifestyle or an identity. Or if you just want to hang out with our other cool people leaps. None of them are as cool as me, though. I'm just saying. Like, CJ, I'm just a try hard. You know, I'm hashtag just a number I'm one. I'm just like, oh, God, yeah, I mean, love me. Just praise her, and she will literally get I'm over it now. Actually, I don't, I don't, mm-mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You did a great job, though, today. Oh, did I? You're trying so hard not Whatever. to. Whatever. No, because I'm not going to, because I have to, like, pretend I'm not into praise to get you to affirm me. So, thanks so much. <laughs> <laughs> it's a reverse thing. <laughs>
<laughs> no, it's just manipulation. <laughs> I'm calling our therapist Bye. right now. Bye.